You're listening to On The Spot number 151. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. They're fresh back from the war, and boy, are they ready to score with women. Yes! Please welcome Trevor Collins and Alfredo Diaz. Prohibition means they can't drink, but since doctors literally prescribe cocaine and heroin, these party party boys are all set. Please welcome Chris Maris and Max Kirkby. I'm your host, John Reisinger. Welcome to the Roaring Twenties. It's 1920 and nothing bad can happen. Nothing bad at all. Nothing bad. We're all good. It's going to be great forever. Never heard of the Depression, see? Nope, nope. We're, what, we're, what we're fresh depression? off the war. I just made that up. We got all this money and things are great. They're going to be great for the next hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> things are roaring. We got huge cigars. We got huge cigars. And hey. Beautiful mustache. Before we get into the roaring 20s, uh, this episode is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club and Felix Gray. Thank you for uh, sponsoring 1920. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that was an interesting. Keep it in post. Dance. Keep um, that in the. All right, so we are we are in the 20s. We're here to fix the 1920s because they're broken. What's broken with them? Um, mostly that they just still hated women. Um, and, and 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 they fixed women. a lot of that during 1920s. There's women's suffrage that happened. It's a good it's a good title to your movement, suffrage. You know, <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's gonna, our movement. I'm just gonna go ahead and let that one. You just deal with that one on your own, John. We're just gonna be over here, focusing on what we care about and what we like to talk about. What do you What do you care about? Well, we care about beans, John. <laughs> Why do you care about beans? Because beans are the dreams of teens. Teens love beans, and we are here to sell them. That is so true. Yeah. Um, I have an entire bean packing plant back home. Just mm -hmm. Started out just a small bean farm. This is my father. <laughs> <laughs> my father now, had the idea. I was a newsie. I said, don't worry, I'll get the news out about this. So daddy runs the factory and you get the word out with your, with your papes. I'm in charge of marketing. With your papes. With my papes. Your papes. Actually, I think I have, um, I have a quarter. My That's goodness, a, 25 hey, whole cents. I don't want that. I want an entire dollar. These beans are expensive. They're premiums. If I give you a dollar, we get Creamy beans? Yeah. If I pay you a dollar? We're going to get them. <laughs> have a can of Bean Boy brand. <laughs> I want it's to pay for like the you beans. Have. You get that. I get like neither. You get neither. Shut up. I'm getting swindled here. Shut up. The 20 suck. What do you guys got over? You guys okay over here? Well, I heard oh, those beans fine. are the cat's meow, Jonathan. <laughs> Only five dollars. But what's behind the beans is what uh, my catches my interest, Jonathan. I see some giggle water in those cups lying there. Some giggle water? Oh, because yes. we're in prohibition. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lovely. Jonathan. Mm -hmm. But wait, that, but but liquor be illegal. But during prohibition, people still had parties and stuff. Can we? Do we have champagne? Yes. Are Jonathan. we gonna pop some champagne? I would actually. I have confiscated this contraband from some. Miscreants. Giggle water. Yes. That's fun. What are we pop going that? to pop the beans? Where what are we going to pop the beans to? <laughs> I would very much love to see you pop those beans because we don't have a can opener anywhere near us. So we as your have no idea as your first <laughs> improv challenge, Chris Damaris is going to open up a can of beans with his own strength. 
John, I hello hope. with you. I found this can a while ago in the shop somewhere. I have no idea how long it's been here, and I have no idea what's inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to open it. I want to know. Preserved Listen, uh, I hope someone got one of them Absorby Warbies, because this thing might be popping, cropping. <laughs> Off it goes. No! Holy oh. shit! Oh. Absorb your warby, please. It's wet. I wet myself. It's, it's that all kind of show. Listen here, I've got some contraband. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you about don't drink contraband directly from the bottle. Okay. Do we got some Absorby Warbies? You know. Mustache is falling off contraband. <laughs> That camera got fucking right up there. I love it. Um, I'll take some giggle water too, actually. No, you won't, or I'll arrest you. <laughs> You're not oh. a cop. You're not, are you a oh, cop? Shit. We're undercover, John. You blew our cover. Oh. <laughs> Time to go back under. Oh shit, someone made a mess on my seat. Um, okay, so uh, while we're cleaning up the giggle water, let's get a shot at, nope, that was, come on, give, give the people what they want, Trevor. Give the people, I'll take what I want, or you can give the people what they want. I'm only 14 and I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Is it over, Father? I'll give him a bit of the smell. Oh! oh. That's not giggle water. That's, that's not giggle water, that's something else. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff happening in the 20s I don't remember um, from the history books and everything and watching Newsies on repeat. Um, Let's play a game. How about that? But first, before we get to games, we got a few hours of business to get to. And first, of course, after we've opened the giggle water and cleaned up our mess, uh, is team names. So uh, my snazzy boys to my right, what you guys got over here for a team name? That'll last me about five minutes. <laughs> You're going to have giggle pants. I don't remember what we put there. Oh, we've got a snazzy Pop name. Up. John, just oh, hey, hit it. What's your, what's your name, boys? Pop it up there. Christmas. A boy and another boy. <laughs> yes, we're just boys. boy. Quite accurate, John. We're just a two boy boys and nothing more. And another boy. Wait, but father, I thought I was the only boy. <laughs> you You're the, the only boy that matters, son. Oh, that means a lot. Um, you are a good boy, I will say that. I've always been, I've always strived to be a good boy on this show, John. Thank you, I appreciate it. So we got uh, a boy and another boy. <laughs> you okay over there, boy one? That giggle wall is getting, making my gams go nummy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, John. What the fuck words are these you're coming up with? <laughs> these aren't made up words, John. These are real words. We're just two boys in our roaring 20s just having the time of our giggly lives. <laughs> <laughs> Not making up no slang now. Just simmer down, John. Let it happen. I'm... Thank you, boy. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, boy. So we got boy and another boy. What do we got over here with this, this bean uh, couple? Well, John, it's, it's easy to see. We, we are trying to sell beans to teens, so obviously we are the bean teens. The bean teens. Because <laughs> I'm 14 and he's 19. We're probably going to live 25. Wow, your father. I matured very quickly when I was young. And procreated at the age of five. Do you guys. Oh, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some giggly while the father? Fill me up, boy. <laughs> oh, 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 what kind of show is this? I didn't hear and I don't want to hear what was said. He said, fill me up, boy. <laughs> he said he didn't want to hear, damn it. Oh, louder? Fill me up, boy. <laughs> that mustache is quite... <laughs> oh, there are so many mustaches on this set today. And then there's Chris. 
A real man doesn't need a mustache. A real man doesn't need a mustache. He All he needs is beans. Just needs his beans. Seven pounds. All right, you guys are fighting for the Golden Gus, which is uh, pretty, uh, pretty. It kind of stands out pretty well in the twenties, uh, age of decadence and affluence. Um, and let's play a game, boy. Game play boy. A game called they F you. F you is a game where each, both teams are going to be playing. They're going to craft a story back and forth. Uh, whoever's turn it is is going to start off each line of their dialogue with the word fortunately. Whoever's against them is going to try to fuck it up with unfortunate statements. We'll go back and forth, hot potato style, see what we come up with for some good old story time. That work for everybody? Mm-hmm. You, you got your stogies? Mm-hmm. You're all good? Mm -hmm. um, so we'll start off with a boy and another boy, and we'll see what their prompt is. The war is over, and due to mass production and a booming economy, Max finally has enough money to buy a new car. All right, so fortunate over here, we'll start off with Trevor. Uh, we'll go Trevor, Chris, Alfredo, Max. Uh, Sorry, John. Are we fortunate? You're fortunately. Fortunately. Mm. All right. So uh, he's gonna find he has enough money to buy a new car. Let's see how this story goes out. With Trevor, ready, set, go. Fortunately, Max has loads of money and he loves cars, so he will buy one. Chris. Unfortunately, his uh, his money is uh, made of uh, sandpaper, <laughs> not real paper. He's been swindled. Okay, Alfredo. Fortunately, car dealers love sand money. <laughs> so they will accept it by the pound. Max? Unfortunately, this car dealer was allergic to sand. <laughs> Fortunately, he only handled the paper side of it. <laughs> Chris! Unfortunately, the car was made out of sand. <laughs> Weird thing to be dealing with. Alfredo. Uh, fortunately, the Max knows how to make a sand castle car and <laughs> drove it away. Max? Unfortunately, Max had to transport a lot of beans in that car <laughs> and they would all get sandy. Fortunately, Max was very hungry and he ate those beans. <laughs> we did it. You weaved the beans in. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get him in there. You the age old story of a boy in his sand car. Very first sand, sand car. It's important. We paid a lot for the sponsorship, John. Uh, the sand or beans? Beans? Okay, gotcha. Um, Add on for the sand. We didn't pay anything for the sand. Uh, okay, I like that story. Um, would love it if someone would illustrate that story. Uh, let's go over to uh, the Bean Teens and find out <laughs> what their prompt is. Prohibition was in full effect, but that wasn't going to stop Trevor from starting his own speakeasy in his cellar. So. Uh, Trevor, make it a speakeasy. Uh, we'll start off with Max in this one. We'll go Max, Alfredo, Chris, and Trevor. Uh, do your best, my boys. Ready, set, go. Fortunately, Trevor had been fermenting a lot of corn in his basement for years, unknowing why. <laughs> Alfredo. Unfortunately, there was no corn left because all the hookers ate them. <laughs> Chris. Uh, fortunately, the hookers were skilled in fermentation themselves. <laughs> Unfortunately, it had been many years since the hookers have been around. So they've t they're gone with the corn. <laughs> Fortunately, there was enough residue and bacteria to form its own yeasty blend. Unfortunately, yes. that yeast blend had AIDS. <laughs> oh! My lord. Fortunately, AIDS wasn't a thing in the 20s, so uh, no one noticed or cared. Unfortunately, I've only realized I don't have a cellar. We're <laughs> in Texas. Fortunately, he had dug a sizable hole under his house. 
Again, without knowing why. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he fell in the hole and died. <laughs> the end. I buried myself. The I end. Myself. <laughs> Couldn't get out of my hole. Whoa. That went real dark. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, That's how I want to go. In I my own hole. When yeast <laughs> develops AIDS. It's... You know, when science meets science. <laughs> That's, That's where on the they, spot, man. They thought it was it was monkeys that started it. It turns out it was yeast. It, it was, was yeast it from hookers. It's all just science, and we had a lot of ideas in the 20s, and <laughs> many of them turned out to be wrong. Yeah. Um, hence the 30s. Hence the 30s, when everything got great. They literally <laughs> used heroin as a substitute for morphine. Yeah. And then they're like, why is everybody getting addicted to this substitute for morphine? It's have? great. It's so good. And then they finally decided, like, in the middle of the 1920s, like, we should not give people so much heroin. Whenever my father wanted me to calm down, he would give me a little bit of heroin. A little bit of heroin. Right to sleep. Just put it right on their gums. It yep. calms the kids down. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids points to the boy and another boy on that one. I like their oh, story better. Wow. They did a good job. So points on that one. Sold him a star and he bought it. Wait, which story What's was there? Like, right, the sandpaper one? Sand, the sand car, sand car. They got the Mac. They got Max a car, and I appreciate that. Um, so uh, we'll find out what are points at the, uh, at the end of that game then. All right, so it's one sided. You guys need to pick up the pace. Um, but guess what? We have a dollar twenty-five as long as we can find that quarter. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a theoretical dollar twenty-five. Nobody have- touch <laughs> it! Nobody touch it! Where is it? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. What are you doing? Are you playing with a bug with your cigar? I'm trying to get him on set now. You want to be a star, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make him a star. A dick. You oh, stop. Oh! Oh! <laughs> no, he's still alive. He's still alive. There's been a murder on, on the spot. A boy wait, wait. and his bug. Here. Here, Trevor. Yes? Trevor, take oh, the paper. Oh, bean paper. Oh, wow. This is priceless information. Oh, he didn't kill him. He's good. No, yeah, he's got a soul of gold. Get in here! <laughs> be nice to the bug! I'll leave, I'll leave him be. He's fine. Oh, oh, oh! Yes. Damn it! We I fight. don't care. We're moving on. It, oh. it kind of tracks that on the spot would try to get a mascot, and the mascot would constantly be trying to get away from on the spot. So <laughs> that works out. Um, and that the mascot would be an uh, insect. Uh, so before we move on to another fun filled game, I got something to say. Um, I love. Love. That Dollar Shave Club has everything I need to look, feel, and smell my best. What I love even more is the fact that I never, ever have to go to a store. Uh, That's because one, Dollar Shave Club delivers everything I need right to my door, and two, they keep me fully stocked on what I use so I don't run out. Here's how it works. Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready. No matter what you're getting ready for, they have you covered. Head to toe for your hair, skin, or face. You name it, they have it. They also have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on the products you use. You determine what you want, when you want it, and it shows up right at your door from once a month to once every six months. Been a big proponent for Dollar Shave Club for quite a year, been a, for quite a long time, been a user for them. I love the fact that I can uh, have stuff sent to me and I can actually kind of like slow down if I'm not using stuff as much, but I don't have to like stop my whole subscription. It's great. It's all about customization and Dollar Shave Club is great about that. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Uh, and right now, they've got a bunch of starter sets you can try for just $5, like their shower starter set, which includes the shampoo. Um, after that, the restock box ships regular sized products at regular price. So what are you waiting for? Get your starter set for just $5 right now at dollarshaveclub.com spot. That's dollarshaveclub.com spot. What's happening over here? 
We're flipping switches, John. I'm trying I'm, to find that's the right one to turn you on. Our time machine. You're going to send us to a different time. Why don't you take us back, John? Where you, no, we're in the 20s. We haven't fixed it yet. At uh, what point did we discover filter uh, Instagram, Instagram filters? <laughs> <laughs> Filtergram. He that's got the great idea. He got there eventually. Um, yeah. Stop touching the, the, the time machine stuff, okay? It's very delicate. Feels good. And I don't know how it works. <laughs> it feels good. Um, let's play another game. Let's play a game called Come Again. Come again works this way. Both teams are going to be acting out a scene. I'm going to ring the bell. Whenever I ring the bell, the last person to talk does a retcon of the last line they said. If I ring this bell, they do a more positive, nicer, better turn of it. If I do this one, it's a more negative, meaner, worse version of the line. And we'll play through a scene. It's whoever makes the best scene and get points out. And we're just going to jump right into it and go to the teen beans, bean teens, whatever the fuck their name is. It's bean teens, John. Bean teen beans. And find out what their scene's going to be. Uh, the women's suffrage movement is beginning in America, and Alice Paul, played by Max, leader of the National Women's Party, is pitching ideas to her friend Lucy Burns, played by Chris, about how they can protest for voting rights. Um, so yes, uh, Alice Paul and Lucy Burns were uh, starters of the women's suffrage movement, and it was fantastic, and they were leaders of the women's party, and they're going to figure out what they're going to do. There is a right answer to this, but I'm pretty sure my boys don't know the history, so we're going to find out what they're going to do to revise it. Take the space, my ladies. No way this could be problematic, John. <laughs> That's on the spot. Um, listen for the sound. We'll start off with uh, the leader, Alice Paul, which is Max, and we'll go from there. Ready, set, go. Look here, see? <laughs> We've had a lot of problems, and I'm not, I'm not handling it anymore. I'm tired of it, and I don't wanna, I don't wanna deal with this anymore. I just wanna go in there, and I wanna be able to vote. See? Well, what you got for me? Well, I'm thinking that we should probably start with a large display of beautiful feminine beauty, which will, of course, be encompassing my beautiful body. Which will, of course, be encompassing my disgusting body. <laughs> which will, of course, be showing off my fucking wretched, disgusting body. <laughs> I'm turned on. Go on. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping you'd say, see? <laughs> because the problem is, is that you know, we're really not showing off what beauty can be like. And if we want to be able to protest properly, we need to show them what they're missing. But how do we appeal to the younger kids? To the younger kids? Well, of course, with a hip new dance routine. The one that I taught you earlier. Oh, yeah. You know how it goes? Okay, first, go out here, then out here, oh, yeah. and then we go here, this, and we I'm go back, and then we do a shimmy. Shimmy, I don't feel, Lucy, I don't feel I that feel you've been like learning the voting, this. I feel like the voting's already happening. It's already happening. And guess <laughs> it's what? It's working. Right after this, I'm sure there's going to be a woman president. I'm 100% I'm positive that we're going to have a new leader of the world that's going to be female. Uh, actually, God, she's going to be a goddamn woman now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was pretty great, and I'm pretty sure that before they decided to do open protesting at the White House, that they uh, were just dancing through their, their showing problem. up their bodies, celebrating the dancing. Um, that was great. Um, I feel like we did uh, fix the inaccuracies of the timeline there for women's suffrage movement, and got those lady that vote. Um, who better? Who better than two dudes? Um, so <laughs> let's go to our second round of that and go to the boys. Um, boy squared, and find out what their prompt's gonna be. F. Scott Fitzgerald, played by Trevor, is seeking input from his good friend Ernest Hemingway, Alfredo, about a brand new idea he has for a book called The Pretty Good Gatsby. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, some pretty famous authors from the 1920s. You guys can have a little bit of a, of a discussion about your new book. Why don't you guys take the space? Um, Trevor, since you're bringing this new book to Alfredo's attention, um, I'm going to let F. Scott Fitzgerald start off this conversation. Uh, I don't know what the F stood for for F. Scott, so we're just going to go with Fitzgerald on that one. Um, ready, set, listen to the sounds, go. Ernest! Ernest, pay attention. Hello there! Uh, Ernest! You, damn it, Ernest. You've heard of my book, The Great Gatsby. Well, it says so well, it's an instant classic. Can't wait for the sequel. I want to tell the story about the expanded family of the Gatsbys, but ah. his brother, ooh, he's not so good. Oh, he's got a brother! He's got a brother. Tell me about this brother. This brother, he's not so great himself. He's, oh, pretty, he's pretty okay. Not so great. Yes. What did he do, diddle? Mm, maybe. <laughs> what did he do? Hack people up? What did he do? Kill people? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like you've read my mind. That's a perfect idea. I was going to start with diddling and hacking, but murdering is perfect. What if you just combined the two? He's a diddle yes. killer. <laughs> yes, he could be a wow. Ernest, you're a dark man. That's a deep book. That's to be expected from you, Mr. Hemingway. Mm. Well, that's good. That's a good art. But, but how does his relationship? We need to figure out the relationship to the great brother. They were brothers. They were <laughs> relationship. <laughs> but why aren't they? Why wasn't he in the Great Gatsby? We need to establish. Because he's a deadline, the killer. That's a good point. I wouldn't want him in my story. I should be uh... in my house drinking my champagne, <laughs> <laughs> sucking down my lovely juice, <laughs> sucking on me, <laughs> loving on me. Deep inside me. <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. I mean, he came out with the Great Gatsby, and then he came out with the Diddler Killer, and that's surprising that how that one didn't become a classic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is history. They don't have that one in the schools for the kids to no. read through. They that, burned those ones. The Baz Luhrmann movie of that one. Was bad <laughs> is this one? Um, yeah, I look forward to that one. Um, fuck me running. That was fantastic. Uh, is that a saying in the future? Huh? Is in that the, a saying in the future? Well, I come from the future. Wait, what? I'm the time witch. traveler. Witch? I'm a witch, um, and I come from the future. Let's burn her, and if she lives, she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. I mean, you, we could do that if we wanted to. Um, Actually, they didn't burn the witches. They didn't. They actually drowned them more. Yeah, they cinder blocked their ankles and threw them in the ocean. Yeah. And wow. said, if they swim, they're a witch. That's not any better. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that if you prefer. We can totally do that. I, as long as we're accurate on how we prove if I'm a witch or not, that's all that matters. And I'm going to give points to Boy Another Boy on that one again. That was a good one. My goodness. Part. We've been swindled, I tell you. <laughs> hey, John. The, hey beans, John. the beans aren't selling as well as you wish. Hey, John. Hey, Max. Hey, John. What do you want? This time, I swear I'm going to give you the beans. I just need another dollar. <laughs> One more dollar. You do realize you're losing right now, and you're now asking for more money. Technically, we're the only ones who've earned anything. Yes. Of, of merit, yeah. Yes. I want the beans. You want the beans. <laughs> give me the beans. Why, thank you, sir. Quick, Father, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Now we have made the beans. two dollars. Good job, boy. Good job, boy. We have made two dollars and twenty-five cents, and we you still have, have all the beans. <laughs> what? You don't have that. Quarter. Oh, he found the quarter. I found the quarter. He found the quarter. Here's another fucking quarter. 
<laughs> Make it hail, John. It bounced in the drink. No, it's back there. I can see it, Papa. I can see it, Papa. Yeah, boy. I can see it, Papa. <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't open, thank God. There we go, Papa. 250. We're going to be rich. That's enough for a car. We're going to get a car. <laughs> let's look at, uh, let's do another ad read before we find out what points are. Let's. And let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite people. Uh, Felix Gray, after staring at your screen for hours, you might be leveled up or have your latest paper finally written, but you might also have to deal with dry eyes, blurry vision, or even headaches. That's called digital eye strain. Now you can keep your eyes fresh with a pair of Felix Gray glasses available with or without a prescription. Felix Gray glasses are a lifesaver for me. Uh, they filter out 90% of high energy blue light and eliminate the glare coming off all the screens that I look at all day. Um, they're so easy, just pop them on and you can feel your eyes relax. And even as the action ramps up on the screen, you're fine. Even better, Felix Grey glasses are handcrafted from premium Italian acetate, so they look like high-end glasses. Felix Grey glasses are available in non-prescription, prescription, and readers. I have multiple pairs of Felix Grey. I use them constantly. Um, they're very comfortable, and they really help my eyes out because I look at screens a lot. Big surprise, I'm a nerd. Give your eyes a break and keep everything on your screen crisp and clear. Take down your competition with the help of some Felix Grays. Go to felixgrayglasses.com spot to protect your eyes today. With free shipping and free returns, you've got nothing to lose. That's felixgrayglasses.com spot. felixgrayglasses.com spot. Big fan of them. Let's move on. You know what's great about glasses, John? What? You can look at beans better. <laughs> See them real clear. Why do they have the beans? I'm the one who paid. They paid for them. They paid for the beans. With just what? as it, uh, our time, it's very valuable. And just yes. as expected, these beans are counterfeit. <gasps> yes. Counterfeit uh -huh. beans? These oh, finally beans got them beans. I've been giving you money. These are going to last. And you were going to give me counterfeit beans? We were never going to give you the beans. First of all, we were never going to give you the beans. <laughs> wow. You were leading me on with counterfeit beans. Well, we'll give you the beans with one more dollar. One more dollar is all we need, John. I'll give you the beans for free, Jonathan. <gasps> Don't do it. Don't I won't do, do it. it. Fine. Fare they well. Give us the credit card, John. Why, thank you, John. Thank you, son. Okay. Stop it! Give me the beans! This is not we funny! We sold out! I we want the beans. the beans! Give me the beans! Oh, sold, out. sold out! I have paid for my beans, and I want my beans now! We're taking those beans back with us to the future! No one has points. Minus all the points from everybody. Oh, no one gets a win. Gets a win. That's, oh, it. That's it. That's it. The beans are hostage. Nobody gets the fucking beans. No one gets points until I get the motherfucking beans. No one gets the beans no. until I get my points back. And nobody gets the beans at all. Well, we're at a paradox here. Whoa. What the fuck is that? We're in a weird sort of... Freaky time loop, John. We're in a, we gotta fix the time stream. So we got opportunity for you guys to fix the time stream. So I'm gonna pick a team that at random since both are at zero, who's gonna participate? I will. I will not. Boy and another boy. Shit. Um, so you guys are going there. to uh, we uh, so in a uh, a, a oh, yeah. serious accident, all the film uh, from old silent films has been destroyed, and so we lost all the, the foundation of cinema. So, what you guys are gonna do is you guys are going to reenact uh, a, a film that we found the script for. So what's gonna happen is that you guys are gonna take the space, um, we have a title for the movie, and we have some text cards that are gonna come up and tell you what you're gonna do for your, your turn. Um, so like an old silent film, the line will come up, and then it'll cut to you guys, and you guys will act it out, okay? Oh. And so, one of you, With no, uh, no audio. Oh. One of you is going to be the tramp. I'm going to make you the tramp. Sounds good. Um, Bidding. And one of you is going to be the tycoon. 
And so you get to be a tycoon, uh, Alfie. Take that responsibility. So I have a I have a top hat and a monocle for you. Okay. So the name of our Oops. of our movie is The Tramp and the Tycoon. Oh, um, so if you guys take the space, these gloves are incredibly <clears throat> itchy. <laughs> They're made of sand, as expected. Um, <laughs> and wow. So you guys, uh, the title card will come up. It'll introduce you guys. Um, you can see on our monitor to the right how that's going to look. Um, and uh, you guys can act out the scene as best you can. It's all going to be silent, but we'll have a little bit of music behind you. Oh boy, I feel like I'm at the movie. Let's roll action. Taking it somewhere, and then it kind of just naturally went there with the cards, anyways. Silent movies were weird. They went. It's weird. Seeing my they went weird places. You know, it was a different time. Um, if I had a nickel for every time I had to watch someone masturbate. <laughs> you have three fifty. Uh, well, normally. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Extra, hey. extra. There's no more money. You're all fucked. Hey. There you go. Oh, There's shit. a tin pan for each of you. Oh shit! I thought he was gonna hit me with Get it. Get the oh. fuck out of here. Uh, what so, happened to all my millions? Bad news. It's 1929, and the Depression has hit, and all the money is gone. <laughs> so there's no money in the bean industry anymore. You're going to lose your motherfucking factory. Well, guess what, John? That just means our 450 is worth a ton more now. Right? We don't only have 250. <laughs> yeah, you don't have 450. 350, 350. 350. If you're losing it by the minute. That's all you got for the rest of the... I shouldn't have invested it in more beans. <laughs> oh, we should have gotten so many more beans. Oh, he's um, real. So the depression has happened, and we're going to play uh, another game called uh, Pull It Out. Uh, the way I pull it out Holy. works, each team is going to... What you doing over Who there? Put that clock there? You guys are going to be performing a scene. You guys are going to have some lines that I'll give to you that you can use during the scene. And uh, as you use the lines of dialogue, I'll give you points for them. We'll go to the boy, another boy, to start us off and find out what Trevor and Alfredo's uh, scene is going to be. 
Standing in an unemployment line, former construction workers Trevor and Alfredo muse over the state of the world and offer each other their own bit of wisdom on how they think the depression happened. Um, so here's your lines. Are these mine? Uh, and you can hand uh, either set over to Alfredo. Doesn't really here's matter. Here's a longer set. You guys take the space. You. Um, you guys are in line for unemployment and having a little discussion about what's the state of affairs. Um, uh, we'll have Alfredo start us off on this scene. Uh, take it wherever you guys want to go. Ready, set, go. Boy, being jobless sure fucking sucks. Yeah, well, good thing I saved up all my money so I could burn it for warmth. <laughs> Damn, I just burned my children instead. That's a good call, but you know what? I tried to burn them, but as soon as I looked in their soulful little eyes and they started saying this to me, I know one thing about today's poor people. They love cold sandwiches. I was like, you're fucking right. That's unbelievable. <laughs> New business. I can't believe I heard something just like it. I, I've heard you, you've got more sensitive, uh, you've got to be more sensitive in your approach. Oh. Try using more pee pee. That's true. I should have lured them in with uh, some pheromonic urine. Yeah, with, yeah. Your, with, your, with your piss. Yeah, well, you know what I'm worried about, my I'm worried wife. about getting paid. Well, I'm worried about getting paid too, but listen, I'm in the cold sandwich business now. And okay. Well, when I told my wife Simple about enough. that, she said, honey, you got to listen up. Which is better, fried chicken or fried children? Oh, <laughs> I, I tell, tell you, I just I burned mine. And I told her, They're I said. crispy. It's tender inside. Yeah. And I told my wife, I was like, we ain't got no more kids. Maybe we could just, you know, we could just run away. You got warmth and food in one fell swoop. Or maybe go run away to the North Pole. There's oh. Santa's up there. Maybe he, he needs some, some taller elves or Lots something. Lots of elves to burn. And uh, then Santa wrote me back, and he told me, he said, Tell hang me. on. Did my dad just run through here wearing a toga? And I was like, Santa, you got a dad? <laughs> Damn. I was like, what? And then he told me, oh, and I was shit. like, that was the last time I tried asking for a happy ending. And I was like, from your dad? <laughs> I wish I got to this one. What was your last one? Well, I was going to follow up, and can you repeat that? I'm super high. <laughs> <laughs> that would have tracked with that entire scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> Santa, you got a dad? <laughs> um... He had to come from somewhere, I suppose. Maybe. Was he just made of snow or something? Where, where, how, where'd Santa I don't know. It just appeared. He Poop. just appeared. You know what I mean? His own father. And then he, uh, he had some elves. Um, so uh, that was pretty good. You guys <laughs> got a chance to, to, to steal that. Can I just correct something real fast? What are you going to correct? It was Tim Allen. It was Tim Allen. It was Tim Allen. It was the right. dad of, uh, of, of Santa. It's true. Um, man. Put him in the bucket, boy. There you go. <laughs> Put him in the bucket. There you go, Pop. <laughs> All right, so what's uh, the teen beans, teens, beans, teens? Uh, bean teens. Bean teens, John. What's our scenario? We only have our name left. It is October 29th, 1929, and Max, a trader in the stock market, is in his office after just investing his vast wealth entirely in sugar stock. Chris, his assistant, is on his way in with some bad news. October 29th is Black Tuesday. So go ahead and uh, take the space, and we're going to get right in there with uh, the real depression issues and the sugar stock. Um, you guys got your lines to use to, to, to talk with each other. I'm gonna have uh, Max rush in with the news. Oh no, wait, wait. Chris rush in with the news. Um, ready, set, go. Uh, sir, 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 we got, a, we got a problem. We got a problem. What is it? Well, it never hurts to show a little ankle, you know, first to warm me up. Well, I've been showing a pretty good amount of ankle today because I'm about to give my big address. I'm starting my speech, as you know, to the entire sugar industry, and I'm going to say, not many people know this, but Pinocchio is a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I just worry because, you know, with the, with the stock market crashing, uh, th th there may not be that many people there. 
Stock market what? What you say? You didn't hear about the stock market? Boy, what are you saying to me? Have you not read the headlines? The I read the headline today. The headline said, I hate this conversation. Call me on the telephone instead. My number is four. It's <laughs> <laughs> an awfully specific headline. It was a very strange headline. I think somebody got drunk well, a little bit over there. Well, the problem is, it's probably because they're all, they're all freaking out about the, the, the stock market. It's all gone. It's all gone to shit. It, here's what I said. I, I called my wife. I said, honey. You have a wife, boy? <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you, what is the most groovy thing out there? That's what she asked me, and I said, I said, honey, the stock market's gone. It doesn't matter. We're all gonna die. We're gonna be sucking upon milk tits. So you, <laughs> you're telling me all this sugar I bought is not so sweet anymore? No, no. Well, to that, I say, forget the war. This is about peanut butter. <laughs> I thought you said it was about beans. It was about beans first, boy, and then it was about sugar and Well, you know what? what I think about that? What? I'll never put our love in danger like that again. God damn it. <laughs> Bring it in. Bring it in. That was compelling. That was compelling, and I feel like that actually happened during the Great Depression, the fall of the stock market. Like, that was pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. And I mean, if I had a can of beans on my desk right now, I'd be so inclined to give you points right now. But unfortunately, I don't have a can of beans on my desk. I'm out $3.50, and I'm frankly upset about it. So, I'm gonna read another, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about one more thing that, that, that is helping this show happen, and then by the end of that ad, I expect there to be something of a present waiting for me, okay? So. Boy, go out to the urinal. Get him a present. <laughs> FY, shut up. FYI, Ruby comes back this Saturday, and the Rooster Teeth store has some great new gear for volume six. Go to store.roosterteeth.com and check out the newest line of official Ruby hoodies, tees, and other stuff. It's Ruby like you've never seen it before. Great colors, styles, and cuts for everyone. Plus, the designs are a killer. Um, the design team's been working crazy hard, and there's a new Sun and Neptune graphic <laughs> tee and limited edition gear featuring, uh, I, always, I always pronounce this wrong, uh, Nakalavi. Uh, Beowulf and, I don't know how to pronounce this one either, Beringle. Um, what is it? Beringle? Beringle, Beringle. I don't know how to pronounce it. They're making up stuff in this stuff. It's almost like they're writing it from themselves. Store.roosty.com today. That's store.roosty.com to find some cool Ruby merch. End of ad read for the store. <laughs> It's Baron Gel, John. <laughs> what is Baron Gel? I don't know. Oh, is that, oh the pronunciation of that? Yes. Is it? I don't. I, I thought that's what was inside of the. That's right. I thought she was saying it was inside of my beans. You got a lot of Baron Gel in there, John. I got beans. Is what in I got. In the post show, let's uh, open up uh, open up the can of I beans. I desperately, because I have no sense of smell, have no problem opening up this can of beans. <laughs> um, so since there's a can of beans and my hand against the cheek, points to Teen Beans on that last yes! one. Yes. Yes! We may have lost all of our money, but at least we have won the war. So, with that in mind, Mine. what are the final points at the end yeah. of all that? Boom! Ring! We did it, Pop! We invested well! We did it, Pop! Um, thank you for joining us for another episode of On the Spot. Thank you to my sponsors, Dollar Shave Club and Felix Gray. Um, thank you to my cast, all my wonderful boys, all the wonderful beans. And we did it, everybody. We fixed the Roaring Twenties. Let's see where we're going to go to next week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.